Hello and welcome to AI Unfiltered with me, Ian Bowie, and our resident expert, Mikael Stormbom, where we will be talking about everything to do with AI in our modern digital society and what the future holds for all of us. And today we're going to talk about GPT again. We're going to talk about <laughs> well, yeah, no, actually, there's one one thing that I noticed the other day, um, and it, it rather interested me. There was a headline, and it said AI to cost 300 million jobs. I don't I don't think it actually even specified how many years, but there was a Goldman Sachs report that came out, and 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 within that report somewhere, somebody had guesstimated that there is a potential for 300 million jobs to head west because of companies introducing AI. But then it was, what was actually quite interesting was later on in the article, there was discussion about how many jobs actually AI might even create. And there was even a percentage that, for example, 60% of all the jobs that are done today, sorry, 60% of all the jobs that were done to, uh, are done today didn't even exist before 1940. No, and and they've come along because of technologies and, you know, the introduction of, of new technologies. Um, so what was interesting to me was that whoever wrote this article chose to start it from the position of creating fear in people's minds. It's almost like a Luddite way of thinking. This technology is coming to get you. You know, why? And, and it seems to be quite pervasive, actually, that that, that kind of attitude towards AI at the moment, that it's going to cost us, it's going to take something away from us. You know, uh, GPT is, is is just going to open up the market for for, um, for deep fake or fake news. But they're not starting from a, po- a standpoint of positivity. Well, fear always sells, doesn't it? <sighs> yeah, but haven't we got enough of that in society at the moment no. anyway? No, no, not enough. Be oh, afraid, be right. very, okay. very afraid. Yeah. And we will tell you how. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. No, but I mean, also, is it necessarily a bad thing that we have less work to do in the future? I think that's also. I think I think it'd be a very positive thing to make yeah. work a lot easier. Yeah, why not automate away? Absolutely. Stuff. Yeah, but we're not talking about automating away people's jobs. We're talking about perhaps taking away the mundane parts of their jobs. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, so actually, we're enhancing people's sort of work experience. Yes, and uh, I mean. Well, I mean, uh, there was some statistic about how much worker productivity has increased since 1960, hmm. largely due to technology, obviously, helping things along. So I don't see why I would see it as a positive o- outcome if we can work less. Yeah. But yeah, but, yeah I know. With, but I mean, the, the, I mean you know, the, my point is, why are they not reporting it in that way? ChatGPT will be writing those articles in yeah, the future. The, yeah, the journalists, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, what I've discovered with with playing around with ChatGPT is, and 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 also, you know, with with my students in class, we've been using it quite a lot. Um, is that it's very very good at creating frameworks, templates for things to build. Or, you know, you, you can ask it to write yeah, basis for an email, work, yeah. or you can ask it to write a speech, and and it does a good job. But it it doesn't write the speech that you would like to stand up and give. But it it, it probably takes. 80% of the donkey work out of it. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we, we've spoken about prompt engineer as the job of the future. So I mean, mm. exactly that. I mean, that will probably be a key skill in the future. Like, how do you make the AI do the work for you or yeah. help you in your work? Yeah. So that is the key skill, really. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of journalists were initially quite worried about what it might potentially mean for their jobs. 
But I think at the moment, with the stage that something like GPT-3 is at the moment, or GPT-4, isn't it now? Isn't it? Yeah. GPT-4, yes. Yeah. G- but I mean, GPT in general, the uh, stage it's at, uh, they've come to realise that perhaps it couldn't possibly be an aid for them rather than an enemy. Yeah. I mean, I definitely see it more as a supporting tool that helps you produce the final version of the of the text rather than rather than being the robotic journalist that does it all. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, it, it's quite interesting. My son told me this because he, he's, he's a big Top Gear fan, yeah. but the original guys. And, um, of course, he, he followed them to Amazon when they went on to Amazon. And he said it's really interesting because he says, well, now they're on Amazon, they can say whatever they want. Yeah. And now they really do express their true feelings. <laughs> but Amazon don't care. And, and I think that's part of the problem, that so many of these journalists are tied to these media platforms that won't allow them to actually write or speak their true opinions. So we, we, we get a very sort of skewed review of, of what, what is being developed and what's available and everything else. Well, for BBC and public service broadcasters in general, that would be a bit problematic using the public airways to skew the market, no, so to no, speak. No, 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 no. But, you know, I think it, it would be nice. Because even these um, review sites, you know, there's loads of them. E- even they, I, I just wonder sometimes if, if they're also a little bit careful. Of course. Well, I mean, they're probably, it's the question of access and... They get, re- that's right, they get yeah. free review things, don't they? Yeah, so if you well, like something, often you don't get the stuff No, anymore. that's right, yeah. So, again, there's a case for AI reviewers and AI journalists, because then AI, providing it's being programmed in the right way, will have no bias and will just tell it as it is. Sure, but how, how does an AI review a car? <laughs> we need a robot to drive the, the car to. <laughs> then, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Or, 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 or do you have a human driver and you plug in, somehow plug in the AI system? Or, well, anonymous journalists. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, well, yeah, that's true, yeah. No, but I think it's a problem with any of those mm. reviews. If you're too critical, then you don't get any more. No, yeah, no. And there's nothing, to, you don't have anything to review after. No. And no free stuff to play around. No. With. Yeah. I mean, you get, you know, of course, it's a wonderful, you know, if you think linguistically, it's incredible. Um, you get a budget phone with limited cap- capabilities instead of cheap piece of shit. Don't touch <laughs> yes. it. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's... Well cheap piece of shit but if you can't afford anything else then well, this is what's available well yeah i suppose yeah. That, that, yeah. that's the other thing isn't it you don't, you don't want to, sort of people who haven't got a lot of money to feel oh dear you know this is not good it's all i can afford and then they, they, they kind of make a what, what for yeah. them is actually a very big purchase there's a, there's a famous case now i don't remember the name of the company but it was mm. a, like a jewelry store in the united kingdom in the, oh him oh yeah, yeah that, was, the, that was back in was it the 1990s he destroyed his um, yeah like one speech company. and then oh, he yeah. destroyed yeah, yeah yeah one interview yeah because they said, you know, how, how, how can you actually sell this stuff so cheaply? Yeah. And he'd actually just said, well, because it's cheap crap. And that yeah. was it. His yeah. company was gone. Yeah. So the companies still exist under a different name. So they yeah. Sold. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they were buying dreams. Yeah. That with, what they, with the money they could afford. And they did not appreciate being talked down to like that. No. And, yeah. and then to be told, well, you know, thank you very much for your money. But, you know, what I've, what yeah. I've just sold you is cheap crap. Yeah. No, that doesn't work. No, it does not. No. Yeah, but you see, th- these yeah. review sites... They're not trying to sell anything. Well, they're trying to sell 
to the companies that well i suppose what they're, yeah they're, they're trying to sell well you know if you if, yeah. if you get your phone reviewed on, on our website and we have a million you know hits per day yeah you're going to get a lot of exposure but the trouble is because they don't really tell it as it is you, you're actually actually you, you're not getting a non-biased opinion yeah well of course, is there such a thing as an unbiased opinion? And, and also, I mean, of even, course, even, are inherently super. No, but I mean, for example, yeah. at the cheap end of the yeah. market, okay, or the budget end of the market, whatever you want to call it, you've got a certain number of telephones, and some will be better than others. Okay, so why not just write and say, look, this is absolutely the best of the bunch. Don't touch the others because they're all rubbish, but this one's okay. Yeah, well, assuming that there's that much of a difference between them, I think well, that's I another don't thing. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm. Um, Speaking into this microphone, that cost me a hundred bucks, which well, is very affordable. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, that's and yeah, it's no. a very good microphone, and I was not sponsored by the no. roadie people. No. <laughs> and I mean, that, that's yeah. why I buy fruity products because yeah. they're, okay, they are expensive, but they're good. They work and they last. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always painful when you when you actually buy <laughs> it, but then you know, four, five, six years down the line, and it's still going strong. Yeah. You know, you're very happy. No, but I mean, this audio equipment, I mean, it's not that expensive. Not especially. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. of course, it's money. No, and it'll last forever, won't it? You know, yeah. I mean, this stuff. Yeah, for sure. Barring any unnatural or natural disasters. Yeah. Well, yeah. then probably the podcast is the least of our <laughs> worries at that point, but yes. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> that if, if, if uh, for whatever reason... Live from the, apo- no. from the apocalypse, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take your emodium and <laughs> let's get on with the show. Actually, in a way, you know, we talked about this before, but sometimes it would be quite nice if this really was the Matrix. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... Th- then there's a chance of survival. <laughs> well, yeah, you can just reboot the system. And exactly, that's again. right, yeah, you know. <laughs> would be handy, yes. Wouldn't it just? It goes back to that joke about accountants. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard it. It's an old joke. It's about this managing director and he calls in his accountant or his, actually his, um, his CFO calls in his head of marketing and he calls in his um, production manager. And he says to them, gentlemen, I have a very simple question for you. Can you tell me what the answer to two plus two is? And he asks his production manager first. And his production manager, of course, being an engineer, brings out his calculator and says, well, of course, it's two plus two is 4.00000 recurring. (laughs) Okay, thank you very much. And then he turns to his marketing manager. His marketing manager says, well, of course, you know, um, we know the answer is, you know, normally four, but... Of course, on a good day, if we get the marketing right and, and you know, the, the market conditions are correct, we could possibly push it to 4.1 or 4.2, possibly even 4.2.5. And, and so he says, OK, thank you for that. And then he turns to his accountant, our CFO, and he says, so, um, Charles, perhaps, could you tell us what the answer to 2 plus 2 is? And Charles puts his fingers together and leans back in his chair and he looks at the managing director and he says... Well, what would you like it to be? (laughs) (laughs) And I I think we've got to a stage uh, like that with data. Well, everyone makes their own reality. What does the data say? Well, what would you like it to say? And of course, people only read what they want to read, don't they? Well, uh, that's the problem with with Facebook. So it doesn't necessarily uh, deliberately manipulate you, but if you have sort of expressed a preference for a particular... For particular content through through mm. likes and what you comment and what you actually look at, yeah. then it will start feeding you similar types of content. Yeah, you get what you do. So then you get the yeah. So it becomes a sort of confirmation bias mm. thing that you only see content that you actually agree with. Yeah, not good. No. So then you don't do not get exposed to other viewpoints. Mm. So you end up with a very polarized view of the world. Yeah, 
I mean, I'm the, definitely social media has had a rather, rather bad impact. When it but it's not just polarizing. social media, though, is it? I mean, you know, if you if if you go back to a time before we had any of this stuff, um, you still had people with very very narrow views of the world because they only read one newspaper, for example. For sure, but at least they kept to their own neighborhood instead of spewing. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, that's true. Yeah, yeah I mean, they, they, you know, they, they, they couldn't get much further than the end of the street. Yeah, now they can find in those days, like-minded yeah. individuals, like through through the interwebs. Yeah, and, and and create groups. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then it becomes even more this self-enforcing mechanism because now you have to talk even less to other people. Then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 become a very strange world. Well, mind you, well, actually, talking about AI and getting yourself into trouble, um, what about the um, German magazine that published that the published, uh, AI he... interview with Michael Schumacher? Yes. Uh, who in their right mind thought, thought that would be a, a good <laughs> idea? Well, the editor-in-chief just lost her job. Yeah. Yeah. So she's gone. Yeah. She, she had the job since 2009, apparently. So that's 14 years. And if this is the only mistake she's made, isn't it a bit radical to sack her for that? Granted, but it just seems like such a singularly bad idea like her. Yeah, but we've talked about this, haven't we? Yeah. Although we have said that they, they should not be within living memory. Within living memory. Yeah, and so. I mean, the accident wasn't all that long ago. And uh, I mean, they're living, well, no, I mean, the guys living are relatives and, and the, family they, members. They, and yeah, the, but of course, I, yeah. I don't know, I suppose. He was such a big sort of character and personality in Germany, wasn't he? You know, so he was such a big, big hero, I think, for the German people. Yeah. That I suppose they felt there was some public interest in possibly doing something like that. Mistakenly, ad admittedly. Um, yeah. No, I mean, we, 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 I think we've agreed that, that basically you shouldn't do that with no, anybody who's alive or anybody who's got relatives who are still alive. So it's a couple of generations removed, really. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't a good move. But still, <sighs> despite the fact that it wasn't a very good move, I mean, wouldn't an apology... Really, be enough, you know. Fourteen years in the job, and this is maybe the one and only mistake you've ever made. I mean, of course, we we don't know. Maybe she's made more. Maybe they were just waiting for the chance. You know, I, you don't really know what's behind it. But but she certainly lost her job. Yeah, well, yes, ter terrible idea in the first place. But yeah, absolute dreadful idea. But I would have thought an abject apology, maybe some little form of compensation. Maybe I don't know. I, mean, I don't quite know. How you, Donation to a foundation of well, some, some, I was going to say that I don't think they need the money, but maybe oh, some, some charitable donation yeah. or something. Yeah. If you got two people to input the same question into GPT from two different locations, would the answer that both of those people get be identical? Not necessarily, because uh -huh. it's not, but it's not deterministic. I mean, even if you input the same question yourself, again, mm. and even though it's the same user, it might not be exactly the same answer. Right. So you could actually have three different journalists, and they would like to generate three different articles, but on the same subject. So they could input the same sort of information and they will probably get three different results. They might get three different results, yes. They mm. will probably be fairly close to each other if you're looking ah, for longer. Right, okay, yeah. But nevertheless, there's mm. no guarantee that they would be yeah. identical. Yeah. 
Because I mean, that's just the nature of how those yeah, large yeah. language models work. Yeah. But also, what about, I mean, if you, if you think about sports writing, okay? So a sports writer goes to a horse race, football match, whatever, and then they, 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 they watch the match or they watch the race, and then based on that, they write their article. So have we got to a stage where you could feed in uh, footage of a football match and then ask AI to generate an article based on... I think all the pieces are there, for example, computer vision and uh, mm. uh, object recognition, facial recognition, for example, like, like the mood of the players. Right. Uh, and of course, the, just taking the scores and analyzing those and writing the article. So theoretically, you could at least. They all, yeah. the, they all the pieces exist, but how well yeah. they would work together, I think. that's. A, yeah. I'm sure someone is trying it out. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, it's good. It's, it's quite yeah. just interesting. That's all. Um, or, for example, a gig or a music venue. And you play everything that happened at the gig to the algorithm. Could it then write an informed article about that? It could, but would we want the AI to critique the concert as well? Yeah, well, that, I mean, that, that was going to be my next one. You know, what what about if you would show an AI a film, the latest release by, you know, XYZ, and then ask it to critique it? <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Yeah. Is it there yet? Could it do it? No, I don't think so. Because, well, I mean, theoretically, it could. Mm. I think it's a question of having the data right. to help it do that. Yeah. So where would, where would uh, the data be for person watching well okay i guess you can perhaps if you take a well maybe if you take a movie and then you have the image analysis and then you have an existing review written for it and then you take i don't know millions of those and you feed that to an ai and then the ai learns from that how to write a film critique yes yeah because i'm sort of thinking you know yeah. like for example if you would like to write um maybe uh, a critique about um, Scorsese latest film release versus you know his early works or do a comparison study perhaps yeah I suppose you could do that as well mm. but I would think that's also a place where it would be more of an aid to an actual yeah. human being doing the doing the comparison oh, what study. about um, what about obituaries well obituaries are pretty boilerplate so so those you can surely I mean you there have been a number of examples of people just asking ChatGPT to write an obituary. Yeah. But does it come out with anything meaningful? I mean, yeah, imagine you wanted to write... Um... Well, let's do a <laughs> <laughs> live on-air experiment with uh, obituaries. For who? Let's say, let's say if we kill me here for a second. In loving memory, well, that's touching. It is with heavy hearts and profound sadness that we announce the passing of Mikael Stormum, a beloved husband, father, friend, and pillar of the community, <laughs> uh -huh. leaving behind a legacy that will forever be cherished and remembered. It doesn't specify, okay, throughout his professional career, Mikael made remarkable contributions to his field. And it doesn't specify what field it was, but... Beyond his professional accomplishments, Mikael was a man of great character and integrity. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. In his free time, Mikael enjoyed pursuing his passions. So that's good. Yeah, so it's quite general, isn't it, in yes. its approach? So you, you've got the bones. Or something, yes. Of something that you could fill in if you knew more. Yeah. 
about the person, yeah. Yeah. While we mourn the loss of a remarkable individual, we also celebrate a life well lived. How touching. <laughs> Mika's legacy of love, compassion and intellectual curiosity will continue to inspire generations to come. My goodness. It's very good though, isn't it? With 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 the sort of, you know, the yeah. the words. Yeah, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we have my obituary sorted then, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, just need to fill in a few facts. And, yes. And, and, and yeah, yeah. A bit change the. Yeah, but I mean, those are, you know, in that sense, pretty. It's a very standard text. Well, it kind in, of is, isn't it? Yeah, I know that. So, I mean, yeah. there's not uh, that much. No. But I think there's also um, the sort of text that are. Meaningless platitudes. Yeah, meaningless platitudes and just texts that have a very. There's a very standard yeah. way of writing them and you. Yeah. You don't get necessarily get reinvented with uh, And it's never with, the with, truth, is it? You know, I mean it's no. like Yeah. No. It's always positive stuff, isn't it? Yes. You know, isn't nobody ever sort of writes, Oh, he was a real git. <laughs> yes. It is with great elation that that's we announce the passing of yeah, that's that stupid right. asshole. Yes. <laughs> You've been listening to me, Ian Bowie, and my colleague, Michael Stormbaum, on AI Unfiltered. And for more episodes, please go to AIUnfiltered.com. Thank you. <laughs>